0: So Ti Clifford Harris has a new album. Tip bank his own new album called The Libra, and for a few years now, Tip has been pretty consistently putting out music. I feel like we get a Ti album, if not once a year, at least once every eighteen months or so. He's he's been putting out music regularly. Uh, the us or uh, the us or else. Uh, mixtapes he put out um so we've been hearing from ti whether it's through his music or through his expeditiously podcast or just on instagram calling out 50 cent for versus battle we hear ti's voice all the time and i mean depending on your perspective on the situation sometimes we've heard too much of ti's voice or we haven't heard ti's voice maybe in the way that you would want to hear ti's voice um you know, outside of his music, he's said things that have you know rubbed people the wrong way, one way or another. And when it comes to the music that he's put out recently, it hasn't all been received with necessarily an, uh, an applause or a great uh, anticipation that when T.I. When announces an album that people haven't necessarily been on pins and needles waiting for 1201 to strike so that they can run to their digital streaming platform of choice and and listen to the new T.I. album. But with this new one, even if it's been quiet, I feel like this album is very different than Dime Trap or The Us or Else or other projects that he's put out so far. And today, along with my uh, cohorts, uh, we're going to talk about this T.I. album called the Libra. This is the Summer Say Podcast. That's about to settle on a misformed, I got out of care in my pocket. I'll be outside, so I'll cover whatever young niggas shooting like hearts. i your part. I'll put a paddock on the lane, so try taking take a nigga's solo lane. Take your part. Big body roll, give me roll right for in the And that's it. Well, if I may speak freely, we'll get a bag if we need it. Bust it down, flip it, repeat it. Suck a big greeting. We were never playing any game if it were, but we lost, we cheated. Hold up. Damn it again. You can. not T.I., how are you all feeling about the new Clifford Harris release?
1: You know that's a loaded question, right, Ja?
0: Absolutely. I 1000% I, 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 know that that's a loaded, <laughs> cool question. <laughs> yeah, you know, I pose it anyway.
1: Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, what, 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 um, did, I mean, like,
0: what did you expect? Because it wasn't like we had a lot of, like, uh. Prearranged, like lead up to this album, it wasn't like any real single. It just like Ti is on Instagram, like, "Hey, I'm putting out an album, and here it comes."
1: Yeah, to be honest, it's as you said, Ja. There wasn't really any time to build up expectations, just because he is omnipresent. You know, he is calling for a versus battle, which I didn't know that was his doing. I I did know that he wants I. I guess I wasn't aware that he wanted it to happen. I thought other oh, he's were very
0: adamant it. about this happening.
1: But why?
0: This is what he feels like he has to do. Hashtag bring me the bully.
1: But like with 50 cents specifically. Specifically,
0: he wants Curtis.
1: Which is interesting. How do you think that would fare? I know I'm taking this out the rails.
0: No, but no, no. This is what we do. We go off the rails here. Um... I think he will do better than a lot of people are giving him credit for. I don't know if it's a win per se, but like, T.I. has a lot of records. 50 Cent has a lot of, he has, for as long as his career has been, 50 Cent doesn't have as many records as his career suggests, his career length suggests. That's what I'll say
1: but he invented the mixtape jar. This is like what Twitter likes to remind me every six months. Did you know the 57G unit pioneered the modern mixtape use? I'm like, come on, guys. Oh, yeah, no, but that's we cool. think of-
0: No, go ahead. That's
1: fine. No, that's it. That's all I had. I mean,
0: that's 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 there, that's I see it. the same
1: Twitter accounts that I don't follow continue to pop up on my feed reminding me that 50 Cent pioneered the modern use of the mixtape. I'm just bitter.
0: Yeah. I don't know. What about <laughs> you, yo? What did you What did, what did you... Uh, What did you think about uh, T.I.'s album? Or what were you expecting out of T.I.'s album?
2: I don't think I was expecting anything, honestly.
0: Where does that come from? Why do we have this this T.I. apathy? Like, is it his fault? I don't think it's his fault.
2: I wouldn't blame T.I. for this. I'll say in a world where we don't really even get singles anymore, you know, it doesn't really feel like artists are having these big grand rollouts where you even see the visibility of the project as much they seem to just kind of get announced and next thing you know they're here we don't really even have the time to decide if we care and that's not just ti that's almost anybody you know i didn't know i think gucci dropped like a compilation tape with a bunch of artists i had no clue gucci was about to drop something like where did that come from you know it seems like today in today's time, music doesn't really have the same uh, visibility. You know, back in the day, you would see someone on 106 in Park. There would be music video premieres. There would be billboards. There would be all of these things that let you know there's an album coming. And now, you know, you just open up your phone and there's 18 tracks for you. So uh, it's not so much a surprise, but... I didn't have the time to even consider, like, man, how do I feel about T.I.? I think there's been a lot going on with Tip. You know, he got the podcast, uh, numerous headlines, the 50 Cent Versus Challenge. Like, none of this is really music related. It's more so, you know, uh, about the person, even with the protests and things of that nature. We've seen a lot of T.I., but I feel like I haven't heard a lot of T.I. And this was the first time I felt like I sat down to listen to Tip maybe in like what two years i think it's been two years since his last album
1: right 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 i think you guys are being too kind
2: uh are are we (laughs) well lay it it out
1: (laughs) well because i mean yo you're right in that in terms of just music we haven't heard that much from ti uh but he has been omnipresent in a couple ways I mean, one, you know, actually this is for the better. He did open up the Trap Music Museum. And when he opened up the Trap Music Museum, he presented a history of trap music according to TI. It very much centers him, and I would pretty much do the same thing if I was in his position, of course. And I do commend him for including Cool Breeze in that history, if only just to show the jewel case of the album in a display. That's fair, that's fine, that's good. Um. But the other incidents that I really think of are, one, Hyman Gate, honestly. We heard a lot from T.I. at that time. We heard him say what he had to say, and then he tried to backtrack, but then he didn't really backtrack. But in any case, it seemed like he just sort of put his foot back down and said, you know, I said what I said. I'm a dad, whatever. You guys don't understand. And then, you know, you mentioned the protests. Very specifically... He is up there as an ex- a, represent- a representative of our mayor in Atlanta here, Keisha Lance Bottoms. And he's taking the position that I think is similar to what the Dream said, I think, that night. And he c- compared Atlanta to Wakanda. And while on the face of things, that makes a lot of sense. Black Panther was filmed here. The metaphor is very apt It also showed a bit of ignorance, I would say, to those in this very city who still struggle. Because the fact of the matter is, Atlanta still has the highest income equality of all, I think, the entire country. So it isn't Wakanda for everybody. And so I think he is in a position where, rarefied, it is good, it is great, but he is in a much different position now than he was when he first put out trap music. And he raps from this very vantage point from this album. So how you come away from the Libra almost entirely depends on how you think of his recent actions. Because one thing's for sure, he might sound fit, he might sound in shape in this album, but he the last thing he does is hold himself accountable. He just doesn't.
2: Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great jumping off point into the album about him not being accountable and also just like the subject matter. Uh, he is elder statesman T.I. on this album completely. Like there's no question that he has a legacy in rap and a legacy in Atlanta where he's very self-aware of himself, but also so aware that he does not uh, reflect on the things that Christina has mentioned from Hyman Gate to his stance with uh, Keisha and, and Killer Mike. They both were up there together and they both appear on this album on the song, which I thought was very uh timely.
1: I felt like they recorded that song immediately after stepping off the podium almost.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're like, All right, we gotta go, we gotta go, head to the studio right now. Call Eric.
0: Well, here's the interesting thing that I think about um to the points that you were making, Christina, is that with this album, I feel like there's some things that are addressed, but they aren't addressed by TI. Like, and to that end, he it at least through the music, he seemed like he was way more accountable back in those earlier days when you got, you know, Still Ain't Forgave Myself, and um, uh, 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 what is the other record that I'm thinking about right now off of Trap Music? Um, Doing My Job, and like there's other records where I feel like he takes more ownership of what it is that he's doing back then, but on this album, it feels like there are that accountability is almost represented by some of the songs and the and the the way he has the features like the specifically with the rhapsody uh air and water interlude you know for everything that ti has done or said that have rubbed people the wrong way he still has someone like rhapsody who i think most people generally think is uh, a conscious person who you know comes from a place of empathy and, you know, I mean, she's a beast on the mic, but I mean, so talking about as far as who she is as a person, have we seen her, how she's represented? She seems like someone who is going to hold people accountable. And the interlude that she did was kind of like, um, I feel like she was almost like the warm mother, like the doting mom who kind of like patted him on the back and like said a lot of nice things and tried to kind of, I don't know if it was reminding T.I. or if it was reminding other people who he is in the landscape and what he represents and what type of figure he is with a much more positive spin that he's probably received, you know, otherwise on social media and other places. And even with Deja doing the outro, like I heard him on The Breakfast Club talking about how he never, I guess he didn't know she was going to do that or whatever the case is, but she, he was talking about how surprised he was that she would even go on there and record that because you know everything they've been through is clearly their relationship has been strained and yet she goes on there and she kind of addresses the thing head on from the standpoint of like i'm gonna come over here and talk some positivity and acknowledge the fact that you probably thought when you saw deja at the end of this album that it was going to be me doing the shade room over mike willbeat and I, it's not happening so <laughs> like I <laughs> from that standpoint it's almost like he's been it sounds like he's been held accountable behind closed doors by specifically these two women and they've come out on the other side of it still with respect for him mm-hmm. now it's I
1: don't interesting. know th- I don't it's know interesting. if that's gonna
0: fly with everybody or not but I don't think they either one of them record that if they don't really believe it.
1: That's fair. That's fair. That's good. That's true. And you're right. You're right. I wouldn't want to take that away from them, for sure. I don't
2: know. But that's, but that's if,
0: if, if people will actually give them that credit. I don't know if we're in a space nowadays where most people will give them that kind of grace and just be like, oh, you're riding with T.I. He ain't shit. You ain't shit neither because you are <laughs> like That's where, that's like I where mean, people want to be, so.
1: The so the only uh, female feature that's like a rap feature that goes toe to toe with him is Tokyo Jets. Oh no no no! And no. that's like she all
0: demolished the- him. Okay, let the record show. <laughs> yeah yeah. Not even let the record show. She yes. demolished him on that track. But go ahead. <laughs>
1: you, you're right. You're right. You're right. But for the most part, the role of these black women, which also includes, I believe, like Tamika Mallory, Tamika Mallory's Women's on the March, album,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right, is that. They almost link arm in arm and like form a barrier as if they were protesting on 7585, but like protecting T.I. And they're I mean, they're extolling all the things that I think he wants to represent at this point in time, which is to say that from a political standpoint, he's on the right side of history and he recognizes himself to be like this public figure that's going to take us through to, I don't know, whatever's golden up on the horizon. But that's the role that they play, and there was something about that juxtaposition with all the playtime he has, with all these up-and-coming rappers, the new rappers, the Benny the Butchers, the Conway, the Machines, that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know what it was. I almost felt like I would have rather heard Rhapsody wash T.I. on his own (laughs)
0: because
1: she is a rapper, In her own right. And that would have been amazing. Right. That's a quality.
2: Mm. Yeah, Christina brings a great point. I was was kind of taken aback by the black woman voice on the album because it is prominent. There's like significant amount of interludes. Uh, I think Miss Fat does the intro where you hear a woman talking about the trap. And that's something that I don't think I've ever heard on a TI album, like a woman's perspective on the trap. So, on one end, I'm like, okay, this is a new development, but on the other, there's no woman presence outside of Tokyo Jets on the rap side of things. It's like they they have all these black women speaking on their blackness, speaking on their womanhood, but you don't have that uh, presence when it comes to the bars, when it comes to lyricism, and it's almost like, well, what is the space that women are occupying in T.I.'s world? Is it as, like, caretakers and nurturers and not collaborators and, and not mm. someone who can step toe-to-toe with someone of his stature. Because you, you see Benny on the album twice. You got Jada Kiss. you got Conway, you got Thug. It's stacked, but outside of Tokyo Jets, you don't really hear a woman's presence as far as rapping goes. But they have a very prominent voice. And it's just like, it seemed like T.I. understands the times, but yet still came out a bit tone deaf. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, For sure. I mean... oh No, no. Well,
0: here's the thing about it, right? Like, no, there's only one woman rapping on this album. That's just a fact. There's only one woman rapping on this album. But is that... is, Is only one woman... I guess the question is, is only one woman rapping on this album, is that a demerit or like should there have been five and i'm asking that sincerely like should there have been four or five women rapping on this album like would that is that a thing that oh,
2: is oh, to me it's more about necessary
0: intention. for to not be to not come across in that kind of way
2: no nah, to me it's just about like messaging right like when you have rappers and, and lyricists on a rap album that's one thing but then to me it's a whole another uh scenario when you don't have like artists alongside you talking how you talk walking the walk that you walk you know i think it's it's cool to have a message but or i'm still coming to this for a rap album you know i feel like there's so many women in rap right now going crazy from the mulattoes to the cardi b's to the city girls that you could align with And yet the only women presence on the album is monologues and interludes.
1: And I guess like the thing is that they just do a lot of virtue signaling on this album. I think they almost more than T.I. himself spell out that like, oh, T.I. is a good person because his politics are correct. I think that's the problem that I have. It's not even necessarily about... um, I guess balancing the numbers or including yeah. some sort of gender quota it's more about the role that they play in covering T.I.'s apparently hairy ass according to Miss Pat <laughs> I don't
0: know
2: and yeah I guess it's not about a number you know but it's just about how how you look at a, an album and building an album and and you know it seems very intentional everything about this album feels intentional
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, now granted, there's a lot of features on his album. Like, I, I don't think there's but a, a couple of songs on here that's just Ti top to bottom. Um, and I definitely would have liked to hear him with Mulatto. to be honest with you, because I think Mulatto probably could have washed him too,
2: <laughs> and it would have been interesting. To, it it would have been
0: interesting to see him get washed by Tokyo Jets and Mulatto on on his yeah. album. Like, that would have been. Yeah, that was. And hard then hard the
1: work. album is just called "Wash."
0: <laughs> Wash, <laughs> It's just, it's just women taking Ti across like a a, a, a a washing a washing board out by the river, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't know what it's talking about. But anyway, <laughs> um, um, there was something I was going to say about Yo's point. And now I've completely lost my train of thought. Um, but I will start. I will start with this though. With this album is probably I enjoyed listening to this album probably more than I've enjoyed listening to most Ti albums over the past. Damn, I can almost say a decade.
1: I was about to say. I can almost say a, a decade, decade. When, I, when
0: I think about it because I mean he's put out. Like I said, he's been putting out albums. Not like he hasn't had. Music out, or he's been on some hiatus from, you know, uh, doing family hustle in the podcast. He's still an active recording artist. But for me, that's where the apathy, I mean, outside of the things he's said and done, just from a musical standpoint, my TI apathy is more just based on the fact that I haven't been super moved by any one particular song that TI has done in a long time. And that's not to say that this album all the way fixes that for me, but there are a lot of songs on this album that I like that I was, it sounds crazy to say pleasantly surprised that I like because, I mean, T. I. has always been a good rapper. I've always enjoyed his lyricism from that standpoint, but I just haven't been moved by any particular thing. But there's records on here that I see myself, that I can see myself playing more than probably any other album he's come out with in a while
1: like what like what i'm what definitely going to play hit dogs you? holla
0: that that tokyo just record i'm oh, okay. definitely going to play the little baby record the pardon definitely going to play that yeah um, okay but i
1: have a question okay. when you heard that hook did you think it was the baby for a second
0: for a second it has that cadence Thank you. The way
1: he like pitched up his voice just a yeah, bit. Yeah, yes. yeah, you
0: know, okay, yeah. he he even the delivery of it to me sounded like Yeah, the delivery like that. Yes. of it. Too. Yeah, the delivery of it like the cadence is all the way there. he did some interesting things with his voice on a few songs on this on this album that it didn't it felt new. Man, maybe he's tried them on other songs that I just haven't heard before, but he did some interesting vocal things. I'm like, "Okay, TI is trying to Stretch himself a little bit, or get or get himself out of whatever a familiar pockets he might be in. But um, for sure, that uh, I really like that family connect record though. That record with him and Demani. I dope. do. Yes. let's
1: talk about Super it. Super dope, and, and it's produced that, by another one of his yeah. Sons I was gonna too, say the right? fact that
0: Messiah, yeah Messiah produced it, which is like a no, whole another level. But I really, really fuck with that song.
2: Me too. Oh God. Me too. That was an immediate standout for me. Just hearing him seem to be like a father on a rap record Mm -hmm. was a nice change of pace. And his son can rap. Like his son really got into it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: He told a pretty clean story.
1: Yeah. I liked that record as well, just because it sounded like an actual conversation to be had. It wasn't just that uh, T.I. is being stylistically agile it's the fact that even though they apparently didn't record the song together Mm -hmm. it sounded like they were actually talking to one another because of the way they were building off of each other's points and really literally showing that family connection making it a really compelling record for sure.
0: And I give Damani credit for that because the way T.I. tells the story is that Damani basically like bogarted him for this song <laughs> I guess they were, you know. He said they were listening to. to Messiah wanted to play them some beats. He was playing them some beats, and Damani picked out a couple, and Ti picked out a couple, and Ti said he left the studio, <laughs> and he said when he came back, Damani was rapping over the beats he picked. Like, oh, whoa, whoa, what is this?
1: Can you imagine trying to call dibs on your dad? Like, hey, Dad, yeah, hey, I'm gonna Dad, put my mark on
0: this. <laughs> like, that's my track. Like, go, go, go away. Get off my record, Dad.
1: that's some bratty ass shit
0: yeah but it it worked (laughs) out
1: yeah i think ti keeps up with some of the younger heads on this album Mm -hmm. pretty well i think from a stylistic standpoint if you completely isolate his flow from i guess what he's actually saying there's a lot of impressive feats on here I think he does really well in kind of keeping up with everybody else. And I guess I was also impressed by the range and taste, even if that lends itself to like a 20 song album. I was so pleasantly surprised by pretty much all the folks that he kind of put into the fold. You know, I wasn't expecting the diversity and guess is what I was trying to say.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was, I was actually, when I saw the track list for the first time, I was shocked that Savage was on this album.
2: Yeah. That was a because nice for,
0: one to hear. Yeah, because for so long, I couldn't tell if they had a problem or if they just hadn't gotten around to working or if there was something going on. I didn't know what the thing was. And I know people, I've seen things on the internet of people trying to make it that, oh, Savage said X, Y, Z, he's probably talking about T.I., but I don't, I never heard. Oh, really? Any, yeah, I had I had seen people say stuff, on, you know, people say stuff on Twitter and, you know, they assume, I guess, that's you know, Savage was saying something about T.I. in some Instagram post or some video he made or whatever. But nothing ever came of it. It wasn't like a big story. It wasn't, it didn't go beyond whatever people were tweeting about that day. But they hadn't done any any work together, which seemed conspicuously odd.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Considering, yeah. like, I mean, it, you're 21 Savage at this point. You're not a new artist. You've worked with just about all the rest of Atlanta in some capacity <laughs> and <laughs> right, just right, right, no right. TI for no particular reason. Like it just seemed kind of weird to me. But in the in that song that they would do together, I didn't expect would be this kind of song. I thought it would be, you know, more on the like hurt Merck, put him in the dirt. And <laughs> this song was not, <laughs> this song was not hurt Merck, put him in the dirt. I was like, oh, this is a kind of cool record.
1: You mean in the song title, Thank God? Thank God. But listen,
0: listen, But listen, with 21 Savage, it could be called Cupcakes and Snow Bunnies, and people could get shot in the face. <laughs> like, that's what. So I don't put any song title past 21 Savage, turning it into a bloodbath. On God. On oh, God. Draco in your face, <laughs> like pie to
1: the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, yeah, I, see yeah, yeah, I see it. I see
0: it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Savage will find a way for there to be bloodshed.
2: No, I was just going to say, I have to agree with Ja, there's moments on the album where I, I felt like I was enjoying T.I. more than I have in a while. Like, this album, to me, sounds like the album he wants to make, like as a rapper, not just as a personality or as a a famous person. Like, this isn't a phone-in album. This is, I feel like I have enough to say to express it. And something that I want to ask you guys about, how do you feel about the production on the album? Because like the hitmaker beats, uh, Knife Wonders mm-hmm. on the album. There's a couple of like producer choices I was a little surprised by, and and then I realized that I don't know who Ti's go-to producer is anymore. Like who mm. who has his sound? Because you know I I didn't mm. hear none of the, the young guys. There's no Take Keith beats on here. There's mm-hmm. no Jetson beats on here. Not to say that those were missed, but you know there's a Juicy J beat on here. You know there's just some random production credits that. I was kind of taken aback by it, but overall, I thought it was a pretty solid album.
0: Well, the, in, interestingly yeah. enough, I had a conversation with someone who I won't put their name out there. It's not anything crazy like that, but I just, I'll just i leave them out of it. But the conversation we were having was about T.I. And what she was saying to me was she was like, you know, I guess she had tried to tell Tip, like, hey, man, maybe you should work with some other type of people. And what I was told was that his his response was you know, Mars is my guy. So I feel like, you know, and I know that uh, Mars and the 1500 guys have worked with T.I. a lot, you know, in the past. And I guess to that, to, your, to answer your question, uh, yo, I think that in his mind, it's Mars. But, that's you know, his he, guy. that's his guy right now or has has been for, you know, these these past few albums, which is interesting because in my mind, T.I.'s guy was tuned. Like, that's what it was supposed to be, and it never really came to fruition in the way that I think a lot of us probably wanted.
1: Like Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio or Robert De Niro yeah. or any of the, those type of folks. Those type yeah. of folks. Joe
0: Pesci only did... The Irishman because it was Martin Scorsese. Joe Pesci doesn't act anymore. <laughs>
1: <Like,
0: laughs> Joe Pesci is done. I think he plays in, like some band in Montana or something like that. Like Joe Pesci has <gasps> no interest. Yeah, Joe Pesci is totally That's off the That's what
1: our next episode is about. <laughs> i have so many questions.
0: Yeah, I think Joe I'm Pesci, so thrilled. Yeah, I think he like lives in Nebraska or Montana or somewhere, and he plays like. The, who's the guitar in the band or some shit? Like he doesn't do this, but he comes out for Martin because that's Martin Scorsese. That's my guy. Like,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as the production, I feel like it sounds... I th- Okay. You have to almost divide the album into half to give like a very solid appraisal because that is trademark TI, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess for at least like maybe the first half or even the first 60%, Uh, There are beats that sound very much like of the times for better or for worse. It sounds like it's very much of the times. It sounds modern. It doesn't sound like tune whatsoever. And um, for that, I guess he gets credit for being able to keep up with the times. And then a John Legend hook comes and I'm just like, oh, we're back in 2010. Got it. And I guess in that regard, you see T.I. chasing after almost like past status symbols in the same way that like Ralph Lauren will always be considered a status symbol, but of a past generation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What did you think of the production?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, man, I thought she was talking to you. Um, I so I enjoy the fact that to your point, the, the production did sound modern, but T.I. didn't sound like an old guy trying to sound modern like it didn't it didn't come across to me like an uncle rapping over the kids beats. Like it sounded like, OK, T.I. can do these things like I, his his skill set allows him to participate in all of these things because, I mean, I guess to some extent a lot. Some of this modern stuff, not necessarily the melodic, um, more melodic style, but. I figure he's influenced most of the people that he does records with at some point before they became famous on their own right. They were probably listening to T.I. So I don't expect him to be a, a a fish out of water. But I like the fact that most of the... I know this sounds weird to say, but I like the fact that most of the beats on here sounded normal. Um, <laughs> T.I., like a lot of rappers who... like I just... To, I'm not a rapper, obviously. So I, maybe this is something in like a creative artist brain. But like, I don't understand why they pick some of the beats they pick. Sometimes I have no idea what they were hearing in their ears when a certain beat comes on. Like, oh, this is weird. This feels strange. Like, you don't feel strange. This beat doesn't feel weird to you. But <laughs> rappers love to pick.
1: Wait, define define normal here. What are we What are we talking like, about?
0: Like to me, there's no track on here that sounds. Too experimental or too like left of center. I feel like most of the tracks on this album sound like straightforward hip hop beats. Whether they be a little bit more trappy or a little bit more, um, you know, snaring hi hat, you know, dusty kick drum. It doesn't get weird. It doesn't get weird. It never gets weird. I feel like T.I. and like I said, other rappers, sometimes they just pick beats that are just like, why are you rapping over these sounds? Like literally the sounds in this beat, like you're not supposed to rap on this time.
1: But maybe they are. It's about (laughs) finding your own pocket. I feel like you're coming from my personal taste as of right now. Because for me, as of lately, the more weirder it's been, the more interested I'm in. But I hear you because I feel like the way that T.I. regards rap right now, it's way more of a sport for him mm-hmm. than anything else. Yeah. I feel like that's his relationship with the game where he's constantly just testing himself, trying to see if he can make that same runtime that he used to. Mm. I feel like that's his relationship with rap. And I feel like the production very much caters to that sort of intention. Even like with the poppier moments, I feel like that's him trying to see whether he could still do it.
0: Right. I'm not mad at that take at all. Like, I, I'm definitely here for that whole scenario. But uh, I don't I'm, want weird beats from weird people. T.I. is not weird to me. And you can't be weird. You can't just have weird beats, bro. Like you, like Clifford Harris, don't. Like, I, would, I would just looking. like to
2: see him switch up a little bit. Uh,
1: Everyone can be weird, you <laughs>
2: This is a little weird. Just a little, a little oh, weird. But
0: what does T.I. look like as a little weird? Like if T.I. showed up with like blonde hair and like a squiggly part, you wouldn't be like, okay, T.I., like you're being weird, bro. <laughs> like, a squiggly part? <laughs> like, what don't, do you even Don't mean? rap. Don't rap out. That's what it is. That's what is. you ask me. What's a normal beat? T.I., don't rap on beats that make me think you have blonde hair. Your Ti, I don't want you. I don't want you to. Sound but like he's you. Hollywood. Like, that's what fine? if he's role playing? You can be Hollywood and be a lot of things. You don't have to have blonde hair, dog.
2: Jahl has a very specific Ti he wants to hold. He doesn't want yeah. that Ti to change, which I get. Especially this deep into his career, you really want him to find his voice without <laughs> searching for himself. Like
0: you, you're you supposed, you supposed to know who you are. You're like, forty at,
2: at this point, right? You should know who
0: you are,
2: <laughs> but. Like, <laughs> I would love to see that be adjusted in some regard. And I don't know in which ways because I, I didn't mind the production. I think I just wish it was more, and I say Southern because I, I think of Toomp as a Southern producer. I think mm-hmm. of Juicy J as a Southern producer, Tay Keith, Jetson, these are Southern producers. And I still think of T.I. as the king of the South in a in regard where I'm expecting sure. Southern production. I, I want something that's gonna make my trunk rattle. I want something that's gonna make mm. me wanna, like, drive down 75 going, you know, 95. And the, the production didn't really, like, encourage me to be that risky. But, again, I think he's just, he's older. He's more, you know, in gentleman tip right now. So, he doesn't, you know, un- undo the top button as much as I want him to. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs>
0: He's drinking, a, he's drinking a lot more Merlot these days. Than he yeah, is and not so much Hennessy's in his system.
2: Uh, there's a little bit of composure here. But I, I love the fact that, I think John mentioned it, that he does kind of stretch himself a little bit. That's why he can sound next to Young Thug, and they sound great together. Him and Thug sounding great together is always mm-hmm. impressive to me, because Thug is odd. He's the
0: weirdo. He's weird. Yeah, right. That's, yeah, he, now, he's weird. He is weird. But when him and T.I. are together, it never gets
2: too weird. Also, 42 Doug being on the album was a a surprise. I was like, huh, you know, T.I. tapped some of these younger guys. I still think 42 Doug is like a Pee Wee Longway replacement. Hmm. Don't Mm. they remind you of each other? Am Mm -hmm. I the Mm -hmm. only one? Kind of. Kind of. I see it. There's something very similar about those two people where I'm like, that could have been Pee Wee.
1: Could have been Pee Wee.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: No, I hear you. And like, when we're talking about Southern production, I mean, I guess the thing to stress or to underline is that that doesn't mean it can't be diverse is the thing. Mm, I think this album is... The bulk of it is like prototypical Southern hip-hop as we've come to expect it now. But I'm thinking about the leap from even like a... I don't know, from a trap music to like a king. Those albums couldn't sound completely different. Mm -hmm. But... I think with King, especially that production was bold. Mm. It was a very bold it's choice. Bigger,
0: yeah.
1: Bigger. But, to, yes. but that, to
0: me, that's the expansion of the sound that. That's the expansion of the sound that I was enjoying. That that ride from trap music to urban legend to King, like. Mm-hmm. That sounded like okay. We're going somewhere with this thing, but just don't make a the hard momentum. left on me, bro. <laughs> don't, <laughs>
2: don't, just, make a left,
0: don't, don't make a hard left on me, bro.
2: Well usually uh, and I've noticed it when it comes to older rappers the production tends to get cleaner the older they get I think younger Yeah this artists, is very clean Yeah this is mm-hmm. this album's not dirty at all at no. all it's very it's very polished and uh you know you expect polish from a veteran like TI and I think also this album he wants to signify that I am you know one of the top dogs in my city you know I've been top 5 he mentions this a quite a few times about being, you know, oh the God. best out of Atlanta. And it made me realize that him, Jeezy, uh, and Gucci are all kind of in that same place where their music now is to solidify all they've done and to remind us that they were the top dogs that ushered in this new era of, of trap music. Mm-hmm. And that they're still so- here.
0: So let me go back because you said it earlier and we didn't really we didn't really go into it. But you said you still consider T.I. the king of the south in, in some regards. Has there been. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to ask that because the answer to that question is probably yes or at least as good. But. Lyrically, like bar for bar, where do you hold T.I. in what we know of as the Atlanta hip-hop scene right now like as just as an mc where do you hold ti i'm saying this amongst everybody i mean amongst thug and all those guys amongst gunna amongst baby amongst jid amongst uh earth gang amongst long like two chains like where do you see tip as just a rapper at this point
2: that's an interesting question because I still look at Ti's first five albums as like the bar. I think he for came what, in so is. strong for just himself for who he is as an artist. The way when I think about the top Ti is those trap music urban legends, Paper Trail King, um, and even some. I'm serious. Has some mm-hmm, excellent mm-hmm, rapping mm-hmm. where yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. this. This guy's exciting. He yeah. was such an exciting rapper, and he's still exciting. I don't want to take that away from him, but it's, it's really hard to kind of gauge him now because I feel like the, the front half of his discography is so much stronger than the latter half, and it's, it's how do you gauge someone who doesn't necessarily, like, excel after a certain point? Like, they maintain, but he does not continue to be as impressive as he was at the start, and I mm. think a lot of artists, when it comes to their older material, like, Who gets better and maintains improving to the point where we're like, okay, this person is, is just on another level. I think two chains is a great example of someone who continues to get better, but like, how do you gauge two later two chains versus early TI? And you got a lot of the young guys coming up like Ajit and Earth gang who are, you know, still early in their, in their careers, but they have such high marks that they're hitting. It's very hard Mm -hmm. to compare these guys.
0: Has anybody hit that mark other than TR? Like would you say would you well, say who's, that Who's
2: had that
1: 5 a,
0: album run though? It's what?
1: it's a very hard mark to hit because in addition to the 5 album run, you have a standard for crossover success that almost doesn't even really exist anymore. Although you see a Young Thug or even like Other baby um get the Camila Cabello collaboration. That's how I liken, like in like TI's collaborations with Rihanna. Mm-hmm. That's like the closest comparison I can make to that. That makes sense. But but at the same time I feel like those folks didn't necessarily have to do it. TI is coming from a period where in addition to like this outstanding run as a lyricist, he's also making these tremendous pop feats, which doesn't really happen anymore in part because tastes and music have changed, but also sales and music have gone weighing down, you know, just like the metrics for success aren't what they used to be anymore. Um, Which makes seeing TI live really, really interesting. I think when you go to see a Jeezy or go to see a Gucci nowadays, it's like, you're almost paying visit to a cult hero. Like, ah, yes, exactly. This is like somebody who really thrived in the underground and is still here today despite all this shit. With TI though, specifically I think One Music Fest, mm-hmm. it was like a stadium type show. I know it was like <laughs> outdoors and everything like that, but with the the material and with the hits that he had, it felt like a stadium show because those songs were just undeniable. It didn't matter like where in those five albums he was coming from. And that and that's tricky. That's that's really that is really tough to beat. And I think
2: that's why he wants 50 Cent. He wants someone who can match him on a stadium stage. Because not. But
1: can 50 do stadiums
0: anymore? I'm sorry. I I don't
2: know. I don't know. I don't know. But I think that's why he's particularly targeting someone
0: like 50 because he probably can do stadiums with that one album. (laughs) With one album. And And he has to bring
1: out Dr. Dre or it's not worth it. I'm sorry. Dr. Dre's got to be behind him at all times. I mean,
0: I think that would put steroids on it. But I think. Here's the thing. With that particular. They, like, but 50's biggest songs are steroids, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that Ti doesn't have steroids. But like, when "What Up Gangster" comes on, like it's a problem. When mm-hmm. "Many Men" comes on, it's a problem. When mm-hmm. um, uh, 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 "Back Down" comes on, it's a problem. When In the club comes on, it's a problem. Like he has these records that are so like ridiculously that. That, that energy that Yo is talking about, driving real fast, it's like he has a bunch of those in that first album, and then it gets mm. kind of quiet.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: But going back to your point about the about the crossover and the pop, like it's it's also I'd add that it's also different now because rap is more, way more pop than it was back then. If that makes any sense, that not the rappers weren't doing pop records before, but Hip hop culture has so invaded the mainstream of popular culture in America that it's like really Camilla Cabello was going to thug.
2: Right. <laughs> she, Very she's she's trying to
0: cross over. She's trying and, to get a piece. Like
1: And on top of that, with ain't with all with ain't about the money, you hear TI also going to Thug. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went to
0: Thug, right. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So that, okay, that's I'm where sorry, you that's continue. where
0: you get the That's where you. That's where the currency is drawn from. Like we can't. We now. When I say we, I meant us on this side. We can't really get. I mean, yeah. I guess you can always get a radio on certain. You know, a certain record on certain pop station that will be playing for minivans and kids. But like a lot of those. If you have the right rap record, your rap record doesn't need little white girl pop rapper, pop singer to like make your song play for the minivans. Like if you have, as long as you have a clean version. Some of these rap songs are the rap songs that. Like I'm sure a lot of minivan moms know the baby now, mm-hmm. just because Man, of how the records are. Oh, you can't get away from them. I'm sure there's some minivan even if they don't know the baby. They know that song. They know. They might know how to do the dance, or there might be something where their kids are playing the song over <laughs> and over again. Has nothing to do with like a pop artist. Oh, we found out about this artist because Ariana Grande put him on a song. Like, no, you found <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The, I don't know that pop it, acts really have currency anymore that we can draw from to like go up. Huh. And if they do, who are huh. they? Like Fifth Harmony?
2: Um, where do you go to crossover? Little Mix. With, yeah. Where do you go is to cross
0: pop. Rap is pop? Rap is pop now. Yeah. W- there is no the Britney Spears or there's no like <laughs> overwhelmingly white pop artists. Mariah Carey, Carey. Carey. Yeah. You that, yeah, like, who is that person even right now in 2020 that that even stands for that ideal in music? Like yeah,
2: that I, the idea I, idea. I can't think of one. Shifted.
1: Is it yeah. Billie Eilish? I have no
2: idea. Billie could probably be one. Maybe she could be one. She could. She's probably probably could. But
0: she's running around in Air Force 1s and baggy pants. Like she is like she's already <laughs> I don't want to call it syphon because that sounds <laughs> like nefarious, but I'm saying she's already exuded some of hip hop culture which is kind of and, what got her oh for sure it. yeah so it's like and,
2: and she's toured sure. with earth gang she's brought a childish major on tour like right. her adjacency to rap is extremely close
0: yeah and, mm-hmm. and, and it's it was because been like that where from the rap beginning
2: is. yes exactly uh, and, and to your point where ti was coming up it seemed like you needed to cross over somewhere
0: that Justin dude, Timberlake dude, album, the record changed his life. Changed
2: everything for him. Oh, and, you know, I like, forgot that's crazy. about
0: that. That's crazy. That record changed uh, his life. Ah. Uh, yeah. Like, I kept thinking about
1: Whatever You Like, but that too. That one,
0: that no, too, yeah, I mean, the three that I would say were the most life-changing was the Timberlake record, the Rihanna record, and Whatever You Like. Mm-hmm. like those are always, yeah. to me, like the T.I., Not his only milestones, but like those, I I can point to those specific three moments and say nothing was the same after those three records. And and then when you add in
2: ATL, because the movie too. The movie movie was a big When it came out, T.I. really had an extraordinary run as far as a rapper entering uh, mainstream pop. It's very hard to orchestrate exactly what happened to that guy, especially for him to come off his first album with poor sales to be dropped and to come back and able to pull himself up the way he did. We don't really see that anymore. It's very hard to pull Mm -hmm. that off again, because obviously with rap being pop now, you don't really have that same like underdog spirit where you catch all the right looks. And next thing you know, you're on top of the world. is is, is a change in the industry. But I I do wonder with someone like the baby, like where does he go trajectory wise to end up like T.I.? Same thing with Thug. Like, how do you become uh, like a Southern legend or even in a position to say, like, I am the king of this region?
1: Well, according to T.I. on the Libra, you buy a couple properties on the West side or say that you've been able to buy the whole block and then SCORE deals with Arthur Blank and Mark Cuban. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Christina Lee attacking the corporate capital destruction.
1: <laughs> <Stay>
0: <laughs> woke.
1: I don't know. I don't know. It was interesting. I mean, yo, I, I mean, you were saying all these like poignant things about him being the underdog and I'm sorry that I completely like undercut your point but that's the thing with this particular album and it has me questioning why I'm so vehemently against it is it because he's I mean he's clearly not an underdog anymore but there's like almost a command for respect here that veers on respectability and I can't help but to be turned off by that so it's like I want to make these larger considerations that give TI all the respect he needs but at the same time, like you're you're not my dad. You're not my dad. OK, stop it. I don't need to so hear wait, about so is your this deals in this economy.
0: Is this T.I. The, the human, though, or T.I. the the artist? Or he both?
1: raps about all these things. You don't think that the raps on these album all pretty much demand respect, like from all the sons, physical and metaphorical, <laughs> the blood relatives and otherwise. You don't hear that stuff on here.
0: Well, I guess well, I guess my question is, is that if it is if, if you feel the the visceral recoil from that, is it not true or is it that you or is it that you that you feel like he, the way he's going about it just isn't tasteful or it rubs you the wrong way because of how he's approaching this demand for respect?
1: I don't know. I don't know it could be a matter of personal taste i i mean i'm willing to hold myself accountable and say that part of it is personal taste but then matters, T. I. is also ti is also messy he is also messy mm-hmm. and he has long owned up to the fact from the moment that he versed himself on an album ti versus tip yeah like he's he is he has long been this way so I'm not really sure.
2: I will say something that I noticed about the album. He seems to reference the blogs and the comment sections more and more. Yeah, he does that a lot. And And some
1: hundit talk. That's peasant talk.
2: (laughs) And I personally believe that that energy Christina is referring to is as far as like speaking to everyone as if you're my sons is when you spend enough time on the internet reading about yourself, you do take that energy and you express it. In some type of form, and I think I've noticed that a lot about rappers lately. Where you can hear in the the language of their music that they've just been paying a lot of attention to how people speak of them, and it's almost like there's a clash between how they want to be seen versus what they have done. And I and I guess that's a big part of this album is Ti understands what how he wants us to see him, but do we agree with that? Seems to be the question.
0: Hmm. I think Mm. that is really, to me, that is the essence of the thing that we're talking about right now, as well as our initial apathy just toward what it is, is that he, in my estimation, he's someone that deserves respect, but he's also someone who has, to his own detriment, Uh, damaged some of his legacy and on a a human side and then also just with kind of mediocre musical offerings have kind of tamped down what it is that we've seen but to make a basketball reference I will say that and now he isn't T.I. is not the LeBron James of rap but you know LeBron just won his fourth NBA title. He's lost six others. You got four rings, you got four rings. No one really can't tell you anything, but there will always be people who say, well, you lost six. You could have had 10, but you lost six. So what does it mean about you that you lost six? When you don't win all the time, when you're not as dominant of force as maybe you think you're supposed to be, or as you see yourself as, and people are constantly reminding you that, yeah, no, you lost six. So you lost more than you won. What does that mean to a legacy? What does that? How do you reconcile all of that? And it doesn't seem like anyone has a real. I mean, Ti is a legend. Let's be clear about that. Like he's a rap legend, but as far as how do we feel about it? To your question, yo, I don't think people really, one hundred percent know. I think it's complicated.
2: Yeah, and and to your point about LeBron and like imagine having four rings In any conversation you're showing those rings off it doesn't matter how loud they scream about the six you lost you're showing them four I got but four I think, what are you telling me I think T.I. even mentions he has five classics on this album he does I don't, think I don't think I've ever heard him reference them like that before just stating so plainly look what I've done I have like five of these you can't take that from me and that's where it gets tricky, because obviously, I think in the, in the rap space, we want to gauge how an artist's legacy is based on the albums. But it's so much bigger than that now. We're, we're literally talking about the artists as people, the artist's personalities, the artists as celebrities, the artist as all these things, because we see them in all these different spaces. It's, it's more than music now. It's deeper than rap now. So it can't just be, "I got four rings." It's like, "What kind of person are you?"
0: See the and no and you you're right but the problem is that I don't know how because of the time we live in the person you are is more available to us but I don't mm-hmm. know as far as moving the goalpost goes I don't know how many of our legends would withstand that that criteria. I mean for sure like I think I
1: feel like Tupac would have failed that criteria oh,
0: miserably. I, miserably miserably miserably. <laughs>
2: Uh, man him and big i don't think big would have been like he, he might
0: he, yeah, he might not have held up to a lot of things and so it's just like you know I, don't, I hate comparing eras because you know at the end of the day you have to perform whatever era it is you have to do your thing whether the rules are different or whether the society is different or whatever it is if you're going to be looked at a certain kind of way you have to perform to a certain level but when there's more than that on the line that is going to affect how people are going to judge you, mm. it gets dicey. But, but the rappers definitely have to stop about rapping about the shade room. I can't. I, stop I just, it. has to stop. No, it has to stop for real. I know it's a part of like the culture now. I know that like, I'm not just talking about the shade room. I'm just using that as like, don't rap about bossa be Like just, Like, you have to stop rapping about the internet, bro. Like, I don't really want to hear any more raps about the I internet.
2: agree. Stop looking. Please stop
0: it. Please stop. Please stop. Like it sounds so. It's just corny. I just don't like it. <laughs> I don't, don't want to hear a rapper talking about what they said on the Instagram blog. <laughs> like,
1: I mean, it's one thing if you are a bona fide po- politician, and even then, it kind of gets like, well, aren't aren't the media just supposed to do their job? But that's part of the agreement with being a public figure is that mm-hmm. you are a public figure and you are going to get commented on publicly. Right. T.E.I. is in a place where he has a tremendous platform and he's complaining about the downsides of this platform as if in part this wasn't some choice. You know? And like he so, just got
0: here. Like, he have been doing this for like 20 he years. He didn't just for, get here. he doing like 20 years, dog. <laughs> like, you have
2: a reality <laughs> show with your family, man. You gotta think about it. Once you cross certain thresholds
0: we see you
2: underneath the microscope and you can't just decide for us not to see you no more
0: right there's that part you can't we have a podcast bro
2: yeah right we're gonna talk about you (laughs) you put out an album we're gonna talk about you you do something we're gonna talk about you
0: this is just how it goes man
2: but i'll be interested in seeing what his next album is like how many more albums does ti make
1: as many as it takes to get that 50 cent versus. <laughs> Y'all laugh, but it's true. You hear it on this album. He wants it so bad. No, he wants he, it no, so he, bad. No, he's, he's like, I got five classic yeah, five. albums. Bring your get rich or die trying. Let's go. That's his energy. On, no. Up until the John Legend hook and that what? Pantone Blue?
0: Pantone yeah. Blue. Yeah, Pantone Blue is where it started. He, he, it almost got weird. He walked. He walked up to weird and then he turned right. <laughs>
1: You know, you know what was terrible about that song, though? What was terrible about that song is that upon seeing the title, I was like, this could easily be the soundtrack to Joe Biden's next campaign. <laughs> and then the, it came on and I was like, now it definitely now can. Definite it doesn't matter lead, what he's saying he yeah. on here. It's just maudlin enough to make it.
0: Yeah,
1: That's I'm true. sorry. I keep messing up this podcast. I'm the no, messy part of true. this whole T.I. situation. These
0: are just the facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So how many albums does T.I. have? I mean, honestly, he could probably sustain himself for a bit because rap is in a very interesting place where we are seeing um, these beloved figures age and perhaps not so gracefully. This is a this is a period of rap to which we have not been previously been accustomed. We've heard Jay-Z's 444. We've hearing all these rappers make it to dad rap status, but still prove themselves time and time again to be just as vital as any of the younger cats who come in. We're not accustomed to this. I'll be honest, I feel a little bit uncomfortable regards it, but I think we're gonna look back at this period of time as a pretty watershed moment because probably you know, 10, 20 years down the line, we're gonna be all the more used to hearing these rappers' messy humanity as they continue to progress, as rap continues to be a lifelong career instead of a sport where you age out of by 30.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you a thousand percent. Um, I totally agree with you that his that Ti's relationship with rap seems to be more sporting, um, more sporting than anything else. I don't think he's trying to achieve. I think the, I I think the yearning for commercial success has he's been shed that skin. I don't think putting out if he has a hit record he'll make a hit record he'll put out and it'll be a hit record because everyone loves it. But it doesn't seem that he has an intention on making a hit record it just seems that i'm just gonna make songs and i want to see if i can still do it and if they come out and they take off great if they don't i got a podcast and a reality show and (laughs) these political agendas that i'm gonna tend to so i'm not like pressed for success as an artist i'm claiming my five classics can't take them from me so who cares so it's likely that yeah he'll just keep rapping until he decides to quit but I don't see him. I see at least another three TI albums. There will be three. Okay, but this is what I say: there will be three TI albums released before Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are up for re-election. <laughs> That's what I say. At least three.
1: Vote Pantone blue, everybody. Vote, Yo, vote Pantone
0: blue, twenty twenty.
2: That's a good prediction. I see it. I see the future. That is the future. At um, least three. I wouldn't mind. To see what happens when rappers continue to just exist in this space. Like if we throw the concept of retirement out the window, stop saying you're gonna retire. You you're not. And if you just continue to keep going at 45, 50, 55, like what is that what does that rap even sound like? You know, does it get more personal? Does it get more outward? Is it more forward facing? You know, there's is it more political? like who knows but i do believe that we're at the point where it doesn't seem like there's an end to rap anymore like hip hop's not going to die tomorrow like it is here and we have legends that are living amongst us who are still rapping and we have uh more of them coming up it seems like when you look at the baby and where he his run is like this is where he's headed he's headed toward TI He's headed toward Gucci. He's headed toward Jeezy. We're seeing these people like little baby do the same thing. It doesn't feel like rap is ever going to end. We're we're in a never ending race now.
1: Well, shit. I can't wait for, I guess I can't wait for when rap retirement age meets the actual retirement Uh, age. I guess, which I guess is 65. Although we'll see with this economy. It might just be never. Who's going to be the
0: first Willie Nelson of rap? We shall see.
1: I thought Snoop Dogg was already that.
0: I think he's on his way, but I think to really be Willie Nelson, he needs another 10, 12 years.
1: Okay. Like, I need okay. to see
0: Snoop We're- with completely gray locks, still smoking a joint, moving a little bit. His skin is gets a little saggy. Like, he gets that old man look. Like, and he's still rapping, then I'd be like, okay, cool. Snoop is 67 years old and he's still doing gin and juice. Like, let's roll. Like <laughs> that's that's what I'm waiting for. We're all, we're almost there, but we got another we're, like we, we 10 15 close. years. He we're had close. a good
2: burst in this album, I think. I he don't did, he did. I enjoy Snoop's
0: it. album. Yeah.
2: I'm glad Snoop's on here. Because he's one of the ones that's like he's not stopping either. Snoop. Oh is. no,
0: absolutely not.
2: He's tapped in.
0: Super tapped in. I mean, he just did the Corona commercial with Bad Bunny. Like, Snoop is going to be- What?
1: You.
0: you haven't seen the Corona commercial with Bad Bunny?
1: No, I
2: haven't. Oh, yeah. I've Snoop- been under a rock.
0: Yeah, Snoop and Bad Bunny have a Corona commercial. It's not a you know, great commercial, corona, but like, I
2: wasn't sure what Corona you were referring to.
0: Oh, shit. Me I Me neither, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you you <laughs> were commercial? You're like, wait, coronavirus now marketing? What is going on here? <laughs>
1: Why is Corona doesn't a... need marketing. Yeah, he like definitely kidding? does
0: not need marketing. Well, Donald Trump is the coronavirus marketing. Oh, yeah. He's the billboard. He's the billboard. He is a single person <laughs> marketing. He came up with a strategy and he executed it by himself yeah. solo.
2: Corona really put him on a poster.
0: That's Straight wild. up. Straight up. Like. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: I'm disgusted. I'm well, y'all. you've been listening to the. Su-
0: <laughs> you've
1: been listening to. The- <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry I was like all right well you've been listening to the something to say podcast produced by Michael Saba here in the swats uh this podcast is funded by crowd uh by fan support um if you are interested in helping support in this podcast head over to patreon.com slash something to say